Hey there, we are in the final stretch of the replays of the podcast. We're going to be starting season five here in just a couple of weeks. Yes, fall is upon us if you're listening in the western hemisphere. Is that where I am? I don't even know. Anyways, it is going to be September no matter where you live and that is when season five starts. In the meantime, we have a couple more awesome replays. Honestly, I love going back and finding these old episodes because they got such good information and today's uh, episode is all about starting to lift weights in your 40s and your 50s, even if you never have before in your life. And honestly, that's kind of me. I don't think I really, I mean, I did, you know, I'd go to the gym and do some like basic getting on machines kind of uh, weight training, but not really until my 40s. Now I'm doing the free weights, um, you know, along with some of the machines and everything. And it just makes such a huge difference in not only your physical health and maintaining the health of your bones as you age, but also your emotional and mental health too. I'm telling you after age 40, you got to do some weight lifting in order to just feel normal and even feel good, dare I say it. So anyways, we're going to get into that in just a minute. First, I wanted to remind you that perimenopause, like a boss, where we do talk about things like how important weight training is along with all the dietary and um, uh, sleep and other movement and relaxation and all of the specifics that you need to do to take care of your body to kick ass in perimenopause, which as a quick reminder, you know, if you listen to the podcast, but it starts after age 35. So you're not 49 or 50 or 51 before perimenopause starts. You want to start way before that so that you're not feeling like absolute hell by the time you're 48, 49, or 50. Trust me, it makes a huge difference. So if you are even early 30s, you can start supporting your body in ways now to make the process a whole lot easier. So join us for Perimenopause Like a Boss. It's four weeks. It is a live program. We meet weekly to go over your questions. We have a community group where we just talk through all of the things that are coming up for us. And really, we're just trying to empower you to take back your hormone health Um, I deal with clients all the time who go to their doctors and their doctors kind of just shrug their shoulders. I just had a client recently, um, have her doctor say, Hey, you, I'm going to refer you out because you're too complicated for me. And this is a nurse. My client is a nurse and she had a doctor say this to her. So needless to say, we need some real support around perimenopause, understanding what's going on in our bodies and what to do specifically. So, you know, not just all the things I just mentioned, like diet and lifestyle stuff, but like what kinds of herbs are helpful? What kinds of, um, you know, other nutrients are useful? And when do we get on bioidentical hormone replacement therapy? Because I guarantee it's earlier than you think. So join us. You can go to the link in the show notes to sign up for it. Grab your spot while they are still available. We do keep this um, this course small because we want to make sure that we give you each individually good support in the course. So go ahead and do that right now. Grab it and we'll see you starting September 11th. I also have some other fun things coming up. I'm going to be presenting for Designs for Health 
next week about fibroids. More on that soon. And then I am going to be in LA. As a reminder, if you haven't heard, I'm going to be presenting at the Mindfulness Expo on September 23rd. So if you're in LA area, come to the Mindfulness Expo. I'd love to meet you. If you are a listener of the podcast, come say hi after I present. Probably not before because I'll be a little nervous. So come say hi afterwards. And other fun things are coming up too that we will keep you up to date as we dive into the season five of this podcast. Yes, we are really here. Okay, enough on all of that. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey there, and welcome to Hormonally Speaking. I'm your host, Christine Garvin, a functional health coach. Each week, I speak with an incredible guest expert on all things women's hormones. We're here to empower you to take back control of your body, health, and well-being, and to learn about the latest in research and solutions when it comes to getting your hormones happy. No part of this podcast should be construed as medical advice, and we always recommend working with a professional practitioner to figure out what's best for your body. Now let's dive in with today's guest. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Hormonally Speaking. We are coming upon the end of 2021. It's hard to believe. But I wanted to get one last interview out um, this year for you to listen to because I follow this woman on Instagram and I find her so inspiring, especially for maybe those of us that did not get into moving our bodies much until sort of later in life. And especially in terms of like really getting into the muscles and the strength building that I think so many people think can't really happen later, especially for women. And it totally can. And she's going to tell us all about that today. Her name is Tina Tang, and she is a latecomer to fitness starting at age 42. Before starting as a strength coach in 2012, Tina was an equities trader at Goldman Sachs and later transitioned to a jewelry designer who owned various stores in New York City. Over the past nine years, Tina has coached over 3,700 sessions, trained her female clients to their first push-ups, pull-ups, and compound barbell lifts. Strength is her specialty. Tina is a fit at 50 coach and the creator of the 4S formula to help midlife women get stronger and leaner through one-on-one coaching and her online group fitness classes. Tina specializes in training women over 40 and teaches them how to take control of their bodies by getting progressively stronger. You can find her on Instagram at Iron Strong Fit. And also she's going to be one of the guest experts in my upcoming program that starts mid-January called the Hormone Breakthrough Blueprint. And I'm so excited to have her a part of it. I'm Welcome so excited to, to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you're reading that bio. I was like, ooh, ooh, I yeah. sound so good. You do. Like, you're I like kicking ass for sure. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. And I mean, it, it's it's interesting, right? Because with your background, I can see how it's kind of good with that sort of business background. You're, you were able to kind of take this sort of new thing later in life and really like run with it and probably in a different way than somebody that didn't have that business background might not have been able to. Yeah. um, Yeah. I think it, was more applicable to me when I had stores because it was mm. a physical, it's a physical location. And then even working at Goldman Sachs, it's, you know, it's like a physical yeah. uh, business with, with it, with, you know, team members. So yeah. online, it's been different, but I think sure. I wouldn't be able to do the online without having done the previous business. Absolutely. Because 
online, I think a lot of times people think it's really simple to just like you put it out online and people will find you and it does not work that way, right? There's a lot that you have to do to, yes. to get there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so let's start with how you got into fitness later in life. I totally yes. your story. Um, so I'm probably like a lot of women where when I was younger, I took dance classes. Um, I did ice skating, like stuff that my mom had me going. Um, I was never really into team sports. I, I don't know if it's because I, I don't know. I just never uh, signed up for team sports. So I, I, I honestly was not an athlete growing up. I, mm. I did a fun just fun stuff that move your body kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and around the time when I was getting a divorce, uh, so it was like my early forties, actually I was 40. Mm-hmm. I was separate. I had, I had, uh, left my marriage and moved in to my own apartment. So that in the first time in 10 years that I was living by myself again. Um, and to, I guess, kind of escape the loneliness of being at home. And also it's just, a, you know, going through divorce is, really awful, whether it was yeah. your decision or not, it's right. just not easy. Right. So I started going to the gym. It was across the street from me. Um, and I was never a gym rat before. It was just, I was just like, oh, let me go there. Um, and I started taking classes and the classes I uh, gravitated towards were the strength ones. So, you know, just stuff using dumbbells. And I found that it was really, I really enjoyed it. It was very empowering. Um, like, oh, I'm, I'm picking up weights. And I'd always ask the teacher questions like, well, how do I do that? And how do I do this? And uh, you know, after a while, they're not, they don't want to just keep answering all these questions. So I did, <laughs> they're like, listen, lady. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, um, I don't necessarily recommend this to everyone, but I was curious. So I signed up for an intensive personal training course, mm. not because I thought I would be doing that, but I was like, oh, this is a great way to learn everything. Cause where can you go to learn how to do stuff properly? Right. Good point. Other than I mean, working can, with a personal trainer, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 And, um, uh, I didn't have, I think I didn't feel like I had the funds to, to work with a personal trainer and I like the academic aspect of it. So yeah. I, that's why I signed up for a personal training course. Um, and in the course, the, the, it was actually Equinox that held mm-hmm. this. They have like a special Institute, which I learned later. It was really a feeder into their personal training, uh, career, you know, for, for hiring trainers there. I and they're like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and they told us if you're interested, just apply to your nearest Equinox. And I was like, oh, maybe I could do this um, part time because mm-hmm. at that time was also post financial crisis. Oh, where 2008. My, yep. And my yep. jewelry business was really being affected by that. Like no one mm-hmm. was shopping um, mm-hmm. and people were struggling. And at the same time, the timing of it's interesting. That's when people weren't really online shopping, but we're mm. starting to. So mm. the financial crisis is happening and people are starting to shop more online. So that really made me rethink my business. And that's why I was thinking, oh, let me just do personal training on the side. And like we know, you really can't ever do a business on the side. Right, exactly. I love the idea of the side hustle. That's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just started getting really into it. And then that's how I started. I started um, my career in fitness at Equinox. Oh, nice. So and that's you, how I got into fitness. Gotcha. And so you started working with people really one-on-one initially. Yep. Is that how it went? Okay. Did you yep. also teach classes there too? Uh, no, it's just one-on-one. So, yeah. uh, their, their group instructor, that whole path is a different path, but, gotcha. um, in starting, so I, I started working in fitness because I, you know, really love strength training, but you're also, it's, it's almost like, um, when you're, 
teaching it, you also want to learn more because you want to help people. And you mm-hmm. and and I think in general, women feel definitely more the imposter syndrome, yeah. where you feel like, oh, I don't know enough. I need to know more in yeah. order to, right? And that was exactly it. So you know, um, and that's when I started getting uh, started working with barbells and kettlebells. And I hired one of my colleagues to be my trainer. So that's when I finally hired a trainer yeah. that helped me learn um, how to use barbells correctly. Uh, and kettlebells too went for certification and trained with other colleagues, but mm-hmm. yeah, all of that just to feel comfortable, uh, like, oh, I can teach this cause I know it, but, yeah. it, but we, the whole fake it when you, it just is hard. I think yeah. as a woman coming later in life into something like that to fake for it. For sure. It. Cause I mean, there's such a societal thing around like post 40, right? Like it just, yes. it, it shifts so much of how like women are looked at and all of those things. And so that's why, you know, I find what you're doing so inspiring and we need more women out there really showcasing that um, even if you, you know, not only like if you were in your twenties and working out and you can keep doing that into your fifties and beyond, but if you even weren't into that at all, and particularly, I think this kind of strength training where you're talking about barbells and things like that, you know, um, women can be definitely sort of scared of those things. Right. I mean, ideas around what it's going to do to your body, it's going to bulk you up too much, or you just feel like you just don't have the strength to do it, you know, or just feel like I don't want anybody looking at me (laughs) at the gym while I'm doing these things. Right. Everything you said. Yes. I think that's very, all of those are common and it's, and I get it. Like, you know, when we were teenagers, we weren't hanging out with our girlfriends to go lift weights, whereas teenage boys do. And I get it. have a different, um, you know, they're all, everyone's at that age is concerned about how they look to the opposite sex and guys will go lift with each other. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. So they're all that stuff is more familiar, but for mm-hmm. us, if we didn't grow up, uh, playing a team sport where your, um, coach had you lift in the right. gym, right. it is intimidating. And we think people are looking, yeah. um, and everybody's really focused on their own stuff though. Right. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> there's a reason though. <laughs> and there's a reason why there's mirrors in the gym. Cause everyone's sitting there looking at themselves. themselves. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. So when you started working out, you know, initially at 40 and going through the divorce, like, did you find that the weights in particular were calling to you because they did something specific for you? So I, I think when I first got into weights, mm-hmm. uh, I think it just made me feel good and feel stronger. And Mm -hmm. it sounds so, so generic, but, uh, to me, it felt like, wow, I I like being able to do stuff. That's maybe unexpected from me. Like, you know, um, you know, I was trying yoga and stuff too, but that just didn't call me the same way Mm -hmm. as weights do. And even with clients I work with. So in the beginning, it might feel intimidating because, because, Here's another one, like afraid to drop it on your head. Oh you know, yeah, for like sure. Just the, you know, thinking that you don't have the control of it, but you would always start with something manageable, mm-hmm. even if like I thought weight. it was, yes. And mm-hmm. even if as a trainer, I'm like, I know she could do heavier, mm-hmm. that the whole mental aspect of it is so important. Like you mm-hmm. need to feel like you can handle it before you move up to a heavier mm-hmm. weight. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So do you feel like as you were, you know, weightlifting and getting into that and mm-hmm. being called to it, did that impact other aspects of your life too? Yes. So, I mean, I think it's like with, um, anything that we find success in mm-hmm. you, you're like, Oh, I can't believe I went through a year of whatever training for this and passing this certification that was a, had a physical test. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I think it's like anything we do, it kind of greases the groove in our brain of uh, I've done this before, so I can still handle that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like even uh, traveling abroad, I know, I, I know it sounds uh, like who wouldn't want to travel abroad, but you know, when you're oh, a lot of people are scared to travel abroad for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're mm -hmm. like leaving your familiarity. Yep. But then, and then when you go the first time, you're like, Oh, even though I don't speak the language in this other country, I didn't die. I yeah. like, I, I could handle I, it. People are yes. generally kind and will help you if you get yes. like, stuck in a situation. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so in the same way, it's like, even with lifting weights, I think, and, and there is something empowering as a woman to be able to pick something up that if someone's like, Oh, can do you need help? I'm like, no, I got this. Yeah. It's nice to have the offer, but it's really nice to know. Like I, I, I don't have to wait for someone else to come help to me do, do this. Yeah. Pick this up, bring this up the stairs, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And I definitely want to get into the importance of that as we age too. Um, yes. As I mean, you know, from my feet, I talk about a lot, just being uh, lifting, especially over 45, more so over 50. Yeah. It's important for our bodies. Yes. I I'll start off by saying personally, you know, I mean, I, so I've been a dancer for my whole life really, but like I, I taught, you know, in my thirties and, um, even that, I mean, I love dance for the simple fact of dance, but, you know, working out still was kind of like about, well, how I wanted my body to look and things like that. If I did extra workout besides dancing in my forties, it's become a mental thing for me. Like it actually helps my, um, <laughs> my mental health, you know, the mental stability. Yeah. Like if I'm not doing some kind of movement, you know, pretty consistently, um, and so, you know, I try and sort of work with my cycle a little bit in terms of heavier and more intense stuff at certain times and let mm -hmm. lighter stuff at other times. Um, but if I don't, like, I really feel it in my mental health, which wasn't so much the case when I was younger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, I and, totally understand. Yep. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I, I was just thinking about, I think that that power with weights of really making you feel like, like, if I can do this, I can do anything, you know, you can like. Cause yes. I feel that even just in some basic weightlifting, I do sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, I can take on like my work in a different way. I can like move, put myself out in the world in a different way. And that's what I love about that sort of like, um, connection that you don't necessarily think about going into doing this kind of, you know, exercise. Everything you said. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking, um, trying to figure out how to word it when, uh, especially well, any exercise, but mm -hmm. specifically, even specifically with uh, strength training, lifting weights, it's a moving meditation in that, mm. you know, when we're, when the reason why it's like, a, maybe you say mentally, you need it. Mm -hmm. It's so easy for us to get caught up uh, in whatever it is that's stressing us out or like going through menopause. It's, it's shitty at times, mm -hmm. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> <show>. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. but when you're there picking up weights, you have to focus on what you're doing because mm. you don't want the weight to drop on your head, right. whatever. So, uh, but with any exercise, you have to actually be in the moment. So yeah. I know um, and that's why I think what it is about exercise, like you, it is an escape because you cannot, you have to not think about other stuff if yeah. you don't want to hurt yourself. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now that's such a good point, you know, because it, it truly does bring you into your body and that yes. focus is truly there. Yeah. Which yep. there's not much else in our current society that does it that well, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously massages and things like that can be helpful, but yeah, this is something you can do for yourself every day. Um, yeah. Yeah. In terms of the, like with weights, what I was thinking is, um, uh, why, how specifically weights 
lifting weights also makes you feel empowered is because we, you use a numerical number, like mm. I'm lifting 20 pounds, I'm lifting mm-hmm. 25. So that is a numerical representation of your progress, which is mm. why people care about the weight. So like you said, I feel like a badass, I'm lifting X amount, yep. and then you, you know, and what's, um, and you, you have a gauge cause you know what you've lifted before, you know what you'd be lift. And then six months later, you can see what you're capable of. And, and, and you definitely do see the difference on how easy something is to pick up, uh, 10 times versus how it was six months ago. Right. Right. So let's talk about some of the, you know, really important reasons to lift weights as we age as women. So one statistic that stands out so much in my head, um, it, it was actually, I think, uh, Stacey, Dr. Stacy Sims wrote about it in Roar, um, is that between the ages of 50 and 70, we lose 30% of our strength. Mm. And then should, after 70, it nosedives. Mm-hmm. And just having and training um, clients over 70, it, like I have one gentleman um, where he and I started together when he was 77 and he's 83 wow. now. And between 77 and 80, like he was a fair, he was very active, very strong. So like could do push-ups and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But between 80 and 83, mm-hmm. I've seen just a huge difference. And he's not an inactive guy. And yeah. so when we get older, uh, it does whatever happens, accelerates. Whatever's yeah. like happening, yeah. I don't want to say decay, but it's right. just accelerated. Um, so that like stands out. And then for women, um, the statistic about just with osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so women 50 or older, 67%. So that's one out of every three women have either mm-hmm. low bone mass or mm-hmm. osteoporosis. Mm-hmm. We never think about, we hear about it. Like even myself, I think about, oh, osteoporosis, that's not something that happens to me. You think, I just think of little old ladies who are hunched over, yeah. but just with menopausal hormone. Yeah. Changes. With estrogen, the estrogen drop, yes. which is so important for bone health. So when yes. it goes away at menopause, that's when we start to have these issues. Exactly. Or yeah. even like, um, uh, with our heart health, right. Yeah. Uh, yep. Like and some doctors, it's so weird. Like I went for my annual, um, this past year and the doctor's like, Oh, your cholesterol's really high. You've never had that before. And, and he didn't, you know, haven't, he's just like, Oh, we'll have to see what happens next year. He did not associate it with menopause. the fact that I'm in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is a freaking doctor. Yeah, and it's- they're, they're not. Yeah. They're definitely not trained in these things at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah. And then, <laughs> the like, stories after- that I could tell that my clients go through. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, I was just like, you know, I've never had high cholesterol all of a sudden one year you don't. And then uh, you like, you know, I'm, go- I'm going yeah. through menopause. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> then yeah. it's a natural progression of the body. It's what the body does when we lose those yes. hormones. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so we're protecting bone health by, by doing this, we're protect, protecting our heart health too. Um, and then I imagine it helps with memory and everything also. Um, I've seen that those research about how it's helpful for, for memory. Um, I, I, I don't know enough to speak on that. I mean, I, I just know for physically, even besides, um, protecting bone health, um, that when you lift weights, it also stimulates bone creation. Mm-hmm. Um, so from what I understand from your twenties on the rate that we, cre- our bodies create bone versus the rate that the bone breaks down, it just shifts where we're going into a negative. Right. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there's a lot more bone loss, um, 
postmenopause, I think the three years postmenopause. Yeah. Um, so yes, lifting weights helps create bone or stimulates bone creation. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that we just lose strength and muscle. Yeah. You know, as we're going to work a little extra harder, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because we're in that deficit time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's not all bad. Like, but we have control. So even though we don't have control of our hormones, we do have control over our strength. Yes. And I know at least for cycling women that lifting weights increases their testosterone. Is that also the case in menopause where, you know, obviously your testosterone goes to much lower levels too, um, than, than when you were cycling, but we still have testosterone, you know, in menopause. Um, I don't know enough about the, like how that, whether it helps increase it. I don't know enough about that. Gotcha. Um, I would imagine that it would because it's just, because it is such an important part and sort of the, the most natural and, um, quick way to increase your testosterone as a cycling woman, right? You know, uh, sometimes, especially in perimenopause, some places will go into, let's just give you testosterone pellets right off the bat, you know? And I'm like, well, let's actually get you lifting weights first and see what that yep. does, you know? Cause within six months, sometimes the testosterone can go up quite a bit just from that, you know? So, yeah. and, and it makes sense to me partly with, you know, um, I mean, estrogen is such a big thing around bone growth, but also testosterone is part of that. So I could see how it would, you know, help support your adrenals, which are, are what is producing the testosterone, you know, um, in mm-hmm. your menopausal years and really supporting that. And so how cool is it that we have this very, um, accessible thing to help yes. support all of these areas. Right. So I'm curious, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought of something yeah. uh, that uh, one of the topics we brought up earlier. So mm-hmm. as you're talking about testosterone, so back to the idea of the fear of getting bulky, because yeah. I think that is a yes. fear. Yeah. Um, uh, so you probably know the exact number. I think we have less than 3% of the total amount of testosterone a man has. So oh, yeah, I think, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the fear, like people we're talking testosterone, I don't want anyone to think, well, I'm, I might get bulky then if I, you know, if I'm lifting weights. So, uh, testosterone is important in, um, the muscle repair and mm-hmm. also growth, growth, growth hormone for mm-hmm. to create muscle. It is really hard to get bulky right. because we have such a small amount of testosterone compared to a man. So yeah. for us to look like a man, you'd have to be You'd have to be taking, you'd have to be taking steroids or testosterone, right? And I think a lot of people don't know that a lot in bodybuilding, whether you're a male or female in that industry, uh, testosterone, uh, taking steroids is common. So they, they don't, unless they have a specific, uh, competition that's called like natural, Mm -hmm. all the other ones do not test. So when people see Mm -hmm. that it's because they are taking testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. And even someone like the rock, even though we all love the rock, um, (laughs) You talk to any trainer, yeah. male, tra- like I'll ask male colleagues. I'm like, you think he's taking, they're like, yeah. he 100% is yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. So to look how old is he, he's like in his mid fifties or sixties yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that just the note to, for all of us, all of you listening, it is so hard to get bulky. Like oh, right. even men who have more testosterone, a lot more testosterone than us struggle to get that size of the rock. Yeah. Uh, like you have to be lifting a lot. You have to, uh, like I've had colleagues that, um, male colleagues who are trainers 
they eat on a schedule, like literally mm -hmm. an alarm goes off every three hours. Um, they'll eat to a point where it's not even enjoyable. They're just maintaining a calorie, right. um, a, a certain level of calories yeah. to supplement what their training is in order mm -hmm. to have that muscle size. So mm -hmm. it is hard to get bulky. It's complicated to get there. So, yes. so ladies, yes. don't worry about that at all. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think really the women that I know that lift weights, like they just have that awesome definition, you know, like, yes. and that's really what most of us want. We like that definition. Um, and, yes. And, you know, I'd like to say aesthetics don't matter, but it is nice yeah. if you have definition of arms and you look in the mirror, like, I like you're my like, arms. You're like I could see that on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, Absolutely. And I think, you know, also as women age, a lot of times they worry about the the under stuff. Right. And so yeah. I'm assuming lifting weights helps with that. It helps with everything, but yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Cons like, consistent sure. weights. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm curious for women that, um, you know, struggle already to maybe move their bodies and they're like, mm -hmm. maybe like early mid forties, even late forties, how yeah. do you sort of inspire them to, um, that this is going to be okay for their bodies, I guess, to say, first of all, and then also to get them moving. Um, so if you've never done anything or you are not weights, let's, let's go with, if you don't do anything, mm -hmm. I actually, the first thing I tell people is I want you to start going on daily walks. I know mm. it sounds too easy, but, um, just Huge. straight up walking mm -hmm. important for your physical, your mental, your heart health, et cetera. And it starts creating a good habit. Mm -hmm. Um, and and you probably seen from my, so not just walks, if you're going through menopause, it is helpful for your sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, so Which um, is like issue number one for women in their forties. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And in case anyone's like, how does it help sleep? It's not just the, the move, movement. It's, it helps your circadian, your internal body clock. Mm -hmm. So seeing sunlight is helpful mm -hmm. at certain times of the day yep. to help regulate sleep. So that's one part. Yeah. But um, if you're a little bit more active in terms of starting to strength training, um, it can be intimidating. And I think you need to understand how to do the body weight movements first. Mm -hmm. So um, like being able to squat, to lunge, to do certain things, um, working on push-ups. So none of this requires weight, being able to move like that before you start, um, you know, using dumbbells. Because mm -hmm. if you can move well, then you'll move well with weight. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of where we, uh, I guess what would make it accessible, it is helpful to have a trainer. It is helpful mm -hmm. to work with someone. It doesn't even have to be in person. It could even be, uh, you know, on zoom or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever way, but I like to make it most successful. Even if you found something on YouTube, being able to move body weight and strength training is, is a, uh, I think it has this like big aura around like, Oh, strength training. It's really, there's, you know, there's six basic movements that, uh, that, everything is based on, mm -hmm. uh, which is a squat, a lunge, some kind of pushing movement, like a push-up mm -hmm. or pushing something over your head. Damn those push-ups. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> a pulling movement. Like, so mm -hmm. this is the way we move. We pull stuff towards us. Are you mm -hmm. like, pulling it up toward from the floor up to your chest? Mm -hmm. um, uh, a carry, which is like carrying groceries. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. I got squat. Oh, and then a lunging movement, like going down on one knee to tie mm. your shoelace. So those mm. are, that's strength training. And mm -hmm. then, you know, adding weights makes it more strength training. And I'm sure some women are wondering, particularly with the um, focus on the ass these days, uh -huh. <laughs> that like that kind of bubble butt 
comes more from just adding more weights, right? As you do lunges and things like that. Yes, it yeah. is uh, from doing so being consistent. Yes. And then as you add weights. Gotcha. Yes. So if you're going from nothing, just even squatting, lunging, hinging, that's like doing glute bridges or deadlift, mm. deadlifts, mm. even with um, even if even if without weight, just moving those muscles, because yeah. remember, we're sitting for most of our yes. uh, most of our day. Yeah. So moving those muscles is what's going to be helpful for it creating some muscles in your butt. Yes. <laughs> or, or, or strengthening the muscles Lift, in your butt. Lifting that booty right on up. <laughs> <laughs> so funny how, right. Different, different body parts get focused on in, in different times in history. Right. Yes. And yeah. if, in a few years, the butt will be gone. Um, <laughs> you know, so I definitely have some clients that I think, you know, definitely struggle with energy and they don't mm-hmm. because they're expending all their energy on work and taking care yep. of their family and stuff like that. Do you have a lot of clients come to you initially being like, I don't know if I have the energy to do this. Yeah. And I think also it comes with like uh, perimenopause. Some people just get, or just feel tired all the time. So it's horm- yep. like hormonal. Yep. Um, and then you're not sleeping. So yep. all, all of it's combined. But um, I think for most people, when they found that they're tired, when you start moving a little, even taking a little walk, you find that your spirit and your energy is lifted. Mm-hmm. It's a, it just, it's just getting your blood flowing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I tell people so often, it's like, if you think about how we evolved as humans, you know, there was basics that we needed and that's mm-hmm. kind of how we lived our life, like getting enough sleep, you know, getting like good food, being hydrated, you know, yep being in the sun. And so really connecting on that circadian rhythm, you know, and so those foundations and movement, obviously coming back to those foundations are always going to lift up your energy. Right. I think sometimes we're looking for this like big complicated thing to like get your energy back or like what is wrong with you. And I'm like, often it's, you got to scale back on your stress, the things that are bringing in stress and come back to these foundations. Right. And then you're naturally going to start to see that energy increase. And then you get to build on that. Right. Then you're like, okay, I can walk. And now I can add a little bit of weights in and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's also like trying to find uh, what you were saying about how to get started. So the, it's also trying to figure out what, what, um, what kind of person you are Mm. in the sense do you like to do stuff by yourself? Are you, do you find it's it's no criticism of who you are, uh, the person you are, but Mm -hmm. knowing I only can do that if I have someone, you know, yeah, (laughs) right. You You need, you need somebody to be responsible to, or to accountability is the, I guess the better word for it. Yeah. yeah, And some people don't need that. Some people like, um, people like, Oh, I can't afford a train. Like some people do whether, People like trainers, not because the only time they were going to do it, I have clients who's like, I would never do this on my own. Exactly. And they know that when you, they, they don't want to lose their money. So they pay someone and they're like, I'm not going to waste my money. So I will show up. Yep. That's a hundred percent what happens in my business too. You know, it's like you, you go in and you're like, I'm all excited. And I'm like, it's important that people pay because that then they're going to do the work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fine. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, for, for us to know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and some mm-hmm. people like, Oh, I just like going to class or, you know, being in class and it's the social part that makes them mm-hmm, enjoy it more, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. Figuring out what it is that, that helps you show up. Right. Right. And I think too, you know, with obviously with COVID 
and everything having to be inside at home for a year and a half or, or however long, depending on where you were, you know, I think there was a lot of people that fell off because they didn't have that accountability, you know, um, they're not the kind of person that can sort of motivate on their own. And I mean, I think a lot of us in general as social beings, we're Mm going to do better in a group setting, you know, I mean, that's part of why I like doing group programs, like the one that you're going to be, you know, guest expert in, because you get that support from other people that have a similar, um, vision or a similar goal to get towards. Right. And, and right. there's also a little sense, I, I think sometimes I, I can think about me in classes too, competition in a good way. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I is, can't drop yeah. off now. Like everyone it, else exactly. is still going, <laughs> Exactly. you know, and not to like, yeah. not to say you should ever push yourself harder than, you know, your body wants you to, but just like at home, if I'm doing some video on YouTube, I'm like, Oh, let me check my phone or, you know, like, Absolutely. let me go to like grab some water. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, Oh, I should get back to that. Right. Versus if you're in a class or you're at the gym, you're going to be like, okay, I'm getting this done. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Less distractions and there's people, right. Everyone's there for a purpose together. Yeah, absolutely. So do you work um, primarily then with women over age 40, age 50, or do you kind of work with all? Okay. Nice. I mean, I've had like, I have, uh, yeah, I would say 99%. Yes. Yeah. And then you work with some men too. Sounds like. uh, Yes. And they, I just been working them a long time. So I don't, it's gotcha. I know, I know who I love to work with. I understand. And, and that's, yeah. It's by design. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So tell us about your program that you, you know, do online. Oh, uh, so it's called Master Your Body Mentorship. So it's, uh, I have a 12-week one-on-one program, but it's it's online where mm-hmm. um, I work with women 50 or older mm-hmm. um, who want to, I guess, either get back into strength training or Yes. They're not for beginners. Um, Mm -hmm. so someone who's done it before and hasn't Mm -hmm. been doing it in a while and they need someone to take some of the guesswork and the, and the, uh, the organizing of what they're supposed to do, you know, take that obstacle away so that Mm -hmm. I create their workouts. You know, it's it's a very, it's very, um, it's probably like what you do. It's very one-on-one in terms of you, you, um, help guide them hormonally or nutritionally, yep. mm-hmm. I guide them in on their strength journey. Nice. So that's where I like, you know, pull up might be a goal or just being consistent is a goal, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, and then the other thing I do is a, which is like, it's a live online strength, uh, st- small group strength training sessions. Okay. Um, and that's through straight up strong, um, straight up strong. So I'm coaching or my partner's coaching and, um, it's different than a Peloton class where you're following us. Mm -hmm. You just like, um, we demonstrate the strength moves and then it's like a personal training. And then you're in the session doing it at home and I'm watching you and I'm, you can say, okay, you can see them. Okay. I can see, yeah, we can see each other, but I can see you uh, through zoom and I'm, and I'm, like, I want you to lift, you know, lift your chest a little more, bring your shoulder blades. So it's basically a small group, personal training cool. from your own home. That's awesome. How many times a week do you do that? Uh, three times a week. And on Mondays and Wednesdays, we do it at 6am noon and 6pm Eastern and then okay. Saturdays at nine. So, so everyone um, who's one of our members is working out three times who's lifting weights three times yes. a week. I want to say just working out. They're lifting weights. It's strength. It's not a hit class. 
That's awesome. How long is that class each time? Uh, about 45, 50 minutes okay. from beginning to end. And we always warm up. Yeah. You have your strength block and then we have a cool down. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. I have to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> come, try, come try class. I know. I know. I need to. I have my little like 10 pound weights here at home. <laughs> it's all good. (laughs) Well, this was awesome. I loved hearing, you know, all of this, um, so important information. And part of why I wanted you to come on the podcast is to inspire women that think, I mean, I see it all the time. So many women are just like, you know, after 40, everything's just going downhill. There's nothing I can do. I just have to like be in this crazy change that's going on. And the reality is we can take a lot of control in the situation, right? We don't, yes. we don't have all control over everything, obviously, but we, there's a lot of options and that, um, again, getting back to those foundations can make such huge changes in how we feel. And, yeah. um, I love, you know, in my idea of perimenopause in particular, and even into menopause is like, this is the time of a woman's life that she can really decide like, who do I want to be for the rest of my life? You know, a lot of times Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, the kids maybe are teenagers or already gone, or, you know, there's maybe some other big transition in her life, or maybe she's thinking about starting a second career, but now is the time and really creating that life that you want and feeling good in your body is so important. Yes. Yeah. Um, I want to add one fact. So the gym that I um, work out out of, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm probably, uh, I want to say I'm the oldest person, but I'm probably the second oldest. There's one 57 year old woman and I'm 51 and everyone else is in their twenties, thirties, maybe a little sprinkles of forties, uh-huh. but I'm, I'm probably in the top 5% of strength, like in terms of what I can lift. Yep. So they were like, Oh, Tina's the one that's older, but she's lifting more than all the 30 year olds. I so love I remember. It. Yes. And this started after 40. So yes. for anyone yes, is possible to change how you feel in your body and what your body can do. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. That's so cool. And, you know, I hope that other women are inspired to start showing up at their gyms too and representing like you are over time. So I think <laughs> that'd be so cool. All of a sudden you're just like, all these like 50 plus women are the ones that are like owning everything at the gym. <laughs> I once had this post where I was like, I want to have a shirt that just be like, I'm 51 bitches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to come out? Yeah. yeah, I yeah. love it. That's so cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh, it's such a pleasure. And I, yeah. hope, I hope this inspired someone to want to go start lifting weights. For sure. <laughs> and when we have you on um, the hormone breakthrough um blueprint program, you know, we're going to dive deeper into some of these specifics of the, of things that women can do as they oh, awesome. age and everything right. too. So people will have a chance to really kind of deep dive, you know, this was a good sort of introduction. Um, so for okay. any of you guys that are interested in that program, you can check it out on my website, christinegarvin.com backslash hormone breakthrough blueprint. Um, we have lots of amazing guest experts that are going to be a part of that program. So I can't wait to have you on for that. So excited. Yes. Um, and again, it's your Instagram is at iron strong fit and that's the best place yep. for people to find you. Right. Yep. Yep. Great. Oh, or the oh. website straight up strong.com with which straight is up the- strong.com. Yeah. Cool. And that's how they can like get involved in your Either classes too. and everything. Cool. Absolutely. Cool. Okay. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time.